Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Handoff. Foster running right across the five. He gets in. Arian Foster, his third touchdown of the day. And the Texans are beating up Indianapolis. What is good? What is up? It's your favorite Texan boss, and I'm here with Quinton Dents, my boy. Let's go. How are you doing, Quinton? We're back with another episode of Believe in Texans. How are you doing, doing today, man? Doing good, man. I got my fantasy draft later. You know, hey. Who's going to play today? I'm doing amazing. My Texans 3-0 preseason. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Okay, where are you picking in your fantasy draft? Who are you targeting? Right, so I won my draft last, my 10, 10 man team draft last year. I won it. You hear me? Third, my third ring. Oh, my fourth ring, I think. But, um, Jeez. In how many years? Yes, yeah, so first, first pick. First pick. <laughs> first I'm, pick this year. Okay, so you're you ready. You have this locked in, then. You you know who you're going to go with. I'm back and forth. I'm back and forth. I don't Holy know. Shit. I don't know. It's at 8 30, so I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go with Cooper Cup or, or Jonathan Taylor. Damn, man. That's you, tough. I don't know which route I'm gonna do, man. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to figure it out. Though I got another you know, hour and a half, so yeah. I think Cup is cold, but I think it's gonna be hard for him to live up to the years he had last year. You know, defenses are that's gonna be double him, like they're gonna give him all the attention. That's true, but then they got Allen Robinson too, and like it's just yeah. something you got this, you got that, you know, the offensive guru over there, Sean McVay's going yeah. find ball. And I just, yeah, like you said, that's the that's thing is that's a, that's the scary thing is like him being able to live up to last year's numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then typically, yeah. like the receiver, hotty hot though. I mean, like Larry Fitzgerald had his run. Yeah. After Johnson had their run, like when you hot, you hot. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I get yeah. that. And then it's like it's tough because running back is typically like you know your your safer position. You want to get your your RB one right. So and JT is is pretty much as safe as it gets. I'd say. Exactly. That's true too. Cooper. It's, if I go Coop first pick overall, that's I'm reaching for something. I'm reaching it's for like that. That's the your go big or go home move. You know what I mean? That's, that's gonna win you or lose you the league. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Right. Absolutely, man. But okay, shout out to everyone who's in the chat here on YouTube. Bari, three guys on the mic. My boy Willie Boy P, YNG, Derek, oh. Eden, Murphy. Let's go, Monty Magic, Andrew. Because we're undefeated, Quinton. Three and zero in the preseason. We were talking about this just before we started this, but man, I have been very more than impressed. That's what you said too. More than impressed in this Texans. Yeah. yeah. What has really has there been one kind of before we get into the 49ers game? We'll talk about that. Has there been one thing that's kind of like maybe stood out to you more than, than you really were expecting? Like one, like on defense, on offense, the pass rush, the coverage, anything. Which I mean, you? honestly, bro, I just really think like the team as a whole was kind of okay. like, yeah. I think I, I think you could tell Lovey has got the man of the team. I think, you know, yeah. towards the year they probably lost the locker room, but yeah. I feel like, man, as a team, like that's, that's, that's how you win, bro. Be, yeah. And not win the NFL, be individuals, bro. To me, it just seemed like a team, a collective, man. Mm-hmm. Young men coming together, knowing they don't have a yeah. superstar, even though uh, Pierce might be uh, on his way, but you know, we don't have a, a, a head honcho guy right now. And so, man, let's, let's, let's come together. And let's, just, let's, just, let's just bond and win some games, man. You know what I'm saying? So I just see that gelling, man, that, that gelling so that I like. Definitely, man. No, I, I love that point. I think I will admit I was someone that was kind of shocked that they went with the Lovey Smith hire with yeah. their head coach. Um, I didn't really want another, you know, retread. Someone had done it before. I wanted kind of a new face, a new up-and-comer. But yeah. he's showing, like, what that experience really means. Exactly. Like, he has been there before. He's been through this. He's won a Super Bowl. Like, he right. knows what to do in this position. And the players respect him so much. 
buy, bro. That's what that's you see. Buy in. That's what you see. You see, a, you see, a, you see a lot of guys. Buy, you see a team that's bought in, bro, to, yep. to the program. So we got to credit Lovey, man, and the coaching staff for real. Yes, sir. Credit Lovey, and and we know at the end of the day, it's still preseason. We're right. gonna wait till September 11th to see how we look against the Colts and, and other teams in the NFL. But man, like. I, I feel like most of us would have been like very okay if the Texans were were they would have we would have understand if we were zero and three in the preseason. Right. So to be three and zero, be on yeah. the other side of the spectrum, that's crazy to me. Yeah, absolutely, super exciting. I think like the future is is, is definitely trending upwards for us. Yeah. And so let's get into the San Francisco 49ers game. We won. What was it seventeen nothing? The shutout cue. Where we shut out Ooh. playoff team, man. Yeah. This is a playoff team, man, that we shut out. And I, I, I'm a defensive guy. I don't care how you look. I don't care who you playing. You got a zero. Zero. Yeah. Our twos ain't let you in. Our threes ain't let you in. That means <laughs> us. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's big, man. That's huge. That's huge. It's a it's big for your for your confidence, right? For a team's right. confidence to know that they can do that to a playoff team. Yep. Kyle Shanahan, like everyone thinks of him as you know one of the best offensive coordinators, offensive minds in football right now. Right. And yes, it's just preseason. He wasn't showing us all of the tools and tricks that, that they have to offer, but Trey Lance played, Debo right. Samuel played, Brandon Ayuk yep. played. Yep. Come on, man. So let's let's talk let's start on the defensive side of the ball. Your side of the ball, okay. the best side of the ball for the Texans so far. Um who give me your star for this 49ers game yeah. uh, you know it's gonna be so cliche, but the star of the team has to go to the whole defense. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the the big zero man from the from the starters to the to the fourth string man. Yeah. There's a lot about the team, especially the last game of the preseason. You know, but if I had to be nitpicky man, a guy that a lot of us may not really be into onto is Derek Rivers. Yes, sir. So hey, Derek Rivers is making his case for like, look, man. Not only do I want to make the roster, but I need to, I need some playing. I need PT. You know what I'm saying? So that's what mm-hmm. I'm going for defense. I like that one a lot, man. He has been our most productive, you know, pass rusher so far. Uh, but going into the 49ers game, he was third in all the NFL in pressures in terms of preseason. Um, he led us in sacks with three. Um, right. So he's had a great preseason. Always in the backfield, he's fueling that pass rush that you know Lovey Smith really wants. Um, unfortunately, he had a bicep injury cue. And so, so he's going to be out. Yeah, he's going to be oh, out for a little bit. Well, you sure how serious it was. I know, I know, man. I, I haven't gotten an update yet, um, but it seems pretty serious where they'll probably put him on IR for the beginning. But then it's kind of nice that you have this, like, like this sub that can come in late in the season, you know, yeah, once yeah. he gets right. And, like, once the other guys are kind of tired at that point later in the season, you know, I mean, he, he can be fresh legs if he's healthy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I hate Possibly. that. I know, right? It sucks because you're absolutely right. You nailed it, man. Like he has been a star of that defense, so underrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we need that. We need as many pass rushers as we want. We want a deep pass rush. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's so right. I'm with you on that. I think the other. I want to. I'm split between two Texans. I want to give it to. I'll start in the trenches. Um, I think Jerry Hughes looked really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. He looked good, especially for a veteran who he's a little bit on the older side. He's a little right. bit near the end of his career, right? And so you don't necessarily know how they're going to look. Do they need to get eased into their game shape? But yeah. no, Jerry was there. He was ready. He was in the backfield chasing Trey Lance all day. And he looked athletic for a 30, yeah. I believe, four-year-old. You say 40. 34, 30. I'm pretty sure. I'm checking his age right yeah, now. Yeah, probably like 30, 34, somewhere right. He's 33. So, yeah, he's born in 88. Yeah, that's right. So he's got to be almost almost 34 now. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to turn 34 this year. Right. So I thought he was – 
Um, a big addition for us. It's going to be him and Grenard on the outside. Then Between one, those two guys, like I think Grenard can get close, if not hit double-digit sacks. I think he can get close to double-digit sacks. And then Hughes, like he might not be a big kind of sack guy, but he's going to be constantly in the in the backfield with pressures. And then Mario too, right? We got Addison yep. too. Mario too. Um, we talked a lot about Agbonio Okoronkwo, yeah. number forty-five. Yeah. He's yeah, a good designated pass rusher. Bro, you good as his name, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, my memory, my memory is ass with everything else in my life, bro. But football names, I got it. I got it, bro. That's good. Absolutely. So I loved what I saw to Jerry Hughes. I'm glad that he's still the player, you know, he's kind of seemed to always be. And he hasn't just fallen off a cliff. You know, and sometimes yeah. some players that age they can fall off, but he has. So good to see. Um the other person I was like contemplating for the defense was Derek Stingley. And I know he he didn't really make any impact in the box score, no PBUs, no interception, nothing. But Sometimes that how it, that's how it is for a corner. You know, sometimes the best of the best corners, they're not even targeting them. And so when I went back and watched the film of the All-22, the coaches film, where you can actually see the secondary, it's a little bit better than just the broadcast view. Man, they did not look at Stingley, and he was blanketing whoever he was covering. Yeah. It was crazy. As, as a defensive back, you, can you talk about, I guess, you know, sometimes with corners, if they're not getting, like, interceptions, like, it still doesn't mean that they're not a good player. I mean, they're just not getting targeted, right? Yeah, man. Like, it, like picks are just you know, a, a bonus for you doing your job the right way. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of times, man, corners, man, that's all you can do, man. Just go out there, man, and lock down. Like, it ain't always mm-hmm. about, you know, getting a pick at, at the corner spot. You know what I'm saying? Which is yeah. – but if you get something, that makes you even more better. But, you know what I mean, if you don't get no opportunity, no, no catch, no win. So Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You won all day long. You get no exactly. catches. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So – I think Stingley had a great game. I think he was even better than he was in his first game. And that's really what you want to see. Just that your young players are getting better every game. Right. So right. I like that. Great performance by the defense. I'm going to run through some key stats um, for them that, you know, it really showcased kind of our, our dominance. I think one thing we've been doing so far is we've been finishing drives. Like, well, on third down, we held them to just 6 of 15 efficiency. Um, and they were 0 for 3 on fourth down. So you talk about these critical gotta-have-it downs where you need your, your big claimers playmakers to step up and, and we're doing it. we're executing so i like that we had three sacks two interceptions two forced fumbles we didn't recover any of them but like you like to see that your guys are punching up the ball right mr lovey smith exactly Mr. man exactly um and then we held them to just 51 rushing yards which i thought was pretty good our run d looked a bit better than i thought it would um and then yeah as we transition over to the offense side of the ball one thing i want to mention is only six penalties this week that's right. Down. That's good. That's huge. Because both the other two weeks were in the double digits. And so now we kind of cut it in half almost. I'm um, sure I brought that up in the meetings. I'm sure. Yeah. Of, yeah. We can't keep shooting ourselves in the foot. But that was good to see. We improved on. Um, let's move over to the offensive side of the ball where we – our passing offense wasn't too much, but the rushing offense where we gained 156 rushing yards. We had – over a hundred more rushing yards than yeah. the Niners. Yeah, that's pure dominance. That's controlling the clock. That is the formula for the how the Texans want to win these games: tough, hard-nosed defense, creating turnovers, and then pounding the rock and controlling the clock. So I think we did that. That's how we built. That's the kind of team we have right now. Exactly. That's how we're built. The ball and don't don't turn it over. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So who would be your your star on offense? Who are you giving it to? Oh. Man, I gotta go with the with the young boy, man, Kenyon Green, man. Yes, sir. 
him in and put his stamp on his position, man. You know what I mean? I'm glad to see him back, man. I think the offense is doing well, too, man. With so many guys down, you know, Tulsa's still out. But, uh, sure, I got to go with Green, man. I like it, man. He was that bully, that, that mauler, you know, in the trenches that you need to set the tone. So much of, of the run game is just about, you know, setting the physicality, right? That's right. So it was great to have him back, our 15th overall pick. You know, he kind of showed why he was selected that high because I wasn't expecting him to play that well, honestly. He's someone who has missed a lot of training camp, missed a lot of practices, and for most rookies, that can kind of set you back. And yep. you might need to some some in-game reps to really get the speed, but he looked good, man, from day one. Especially on, on the offensive line. Yes, sir. It's so much about chemistry and cohesion with the guys you're playing next to. Right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I like that we saw some good, uh, a good debut out of Kenyon Green. Um, yeah. And we, now we're kind of like our, our draft class is getting healthy now. You know, Stingley's playing, Green's playing. We're really only missing uh, Christian Harris, the linebacker. Yeah, so it's good to see. Um, I like Green's contributions. I think my star, I, I can't, it was for me, I was going to say between Pierce and Green. Whoever you said, I would say the other one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Pierce, man, Pierce, I'm telling you, man, Pierce is a rising star now. He is, dude. I'm going to pull up his stats right now. It was, he had another very efficient day. He rushed, he was the RB1 this time, Q. He was right. the first running back. What, what that mean? I mean, he's starting this year. It means he's starting. I didn't think it would happen this fast. I didn't think they would be, they would just give it to the rookie like that. But he's clearly been the best guy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. I think, I think Mac, Mac had a couple runs today. I mean, well, yesterday. Yeah. Pretty- that kind of yeah, that's he had a few, but at the same time, he was playing well into like the late third, like fourth right. quarter, and that's kind of like a signal that yeah. it's kind of you know a little bit lower in the depth chart than I guess we thought. Yeah. Um, but he had a solid day 10 rushes for Marlon Mack for 55 yards, 5.5 per carry, which is a good day. Um, Damien Pierce played that one series, six rushes for 37 yards, 6.2 yards per carry, and one touchdown all in one drive. That was that set the Texans preseason record. I mean, preseason record doesn't matter too much, but it set our preseason record since 2014 for the most amount of rushing yards on the opening drive. Yep. There um, you go. Pierce is also a sleeper for my fantasy team. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Feel Keep me? Mind. See, that's the thing. All my fantasy drafts that I do, they're always with Texans fans. And so like everyone knows about them. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's right. So it's, it's tough, but for you, that would be good. Steal him, man. He'll win your league. We'll get him late, too. Absolutely, yeah. So I thought he looked so, so good. So decisive with his with his vision. He always knows how to find the hole. Um, very good burst to get upfield. Like he can just make one cut and just go. Yeah, he's downhill. He's downhill. Yeah, he loves to get downhill. And just and then he'll finish runs, too. Like he'll lower that shoulder. He'll truck you. Like, That's right. That's right. I think it's the full package with him, man. As a runner, like... He's shown the absolute full package. Yep, yep. So he's where my star goes. Um, on offense, I gave mine to Pierce. Uh, Q gave his to Green. On defense, you went really with the entire thing, plus Derek Rivers. Yep. I went Stingley, Jerry Hughes type of thing. So we covered both sides of the ball. Now let's go to special teams, and then we'll get to your guys' questions. Do you have a star for us on, on special teams, Q? Yeah, yeah. We just found out my man got cut. But I <laughs> Kicker man, he made a 58 yard man. A 58 yard not easy. And so I give it to him. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff going on on special teams, man. As you know, the last preseason game is all about them young guys, man, being being dogs on teams. So I, I went with him, man. Number 14, Amendola. Amendola, Matt Amendola, new kicker. We picked him up just for this game because Kaimi Fanbaron got injured. Um, yeah. And Amendola played pretty damn well, made a long kick. 
looked solid, made all his PATs, um, and then unfortunately he got cut because I guess Fairbairn's injury's okay now. Yeah, and I know what it's like to be cut, man. So I got you. <laughs> I need some love, Nolan. We got you, boy. We got you. We got you, Matt. Stay at it, baby. Stay at it. Keep grinding, man. Keep your head up. You'll find another role. You showed. You did your job. You know, what I mean? At the end of the day, you did your job. You did what you came in to do. It was a tough draw. It's a business, but you'll find another spot, man. Good luck. Once a Texan, always a Texan, big guy. Exactly. Exactly. Let's go. Okay, I'd love that. You give it to the kicker. Um, I would give it to the kicker too. I would honestly just kind of give it to the general. Like, I think through these three games, our punts and kick coverage has been pretty damn good. Yeah. Like. I can't think of a single return where like they like flipped field position. That's right. Yeah, that's so right. kudos to the units yeah. in that gen in that general idea. Um, yeah, if you guys have any questions in the chat, I'm gonna go through some of them that you've already left here. For hey, us, yo, da- yo, Davis Mills did pretty good too, right? I think the, the interception he threw, man, was, was in the red it's zone. Not, yeah, double whammy, right? You don't want that, but the guy made a spectacular play. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But but Davis, you know, kept his composure, man. He came down, threw a dime to uh to Chris, right? Chris Moore for the touchdown. Yep. Chris, man. So look, we go, we we're running with Mills, baby. Let's go, Mills. We got you. Hey, we behind you. Hey, Driscoll, go sit down. Get your tail down. No way. You're done with Driscoll. He's off the Driscoll train, guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> got that. Let's get the ad. What are you doing later? Sorry. I do got to do the ad. Let me do the ad. You guys leave your questions in the chat, and yeah, then I will. We will answer them together after this. Um, thank you to Bet Online, our great sponsors. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. Alrighty, there you go. Thank you, Bet Online. Yeah, no, I honestly, quick quarterback talk. Now that you brought it up, I do want to kind of talk about it. I thought Mills, he was okay. He did another thing where it this seems to be the, the pattern with him, is he'll start slow. And it takes him a little bit to get in rhythm and get comfortable, but he'll finish strong. Yeah. And and like you mentioned on that last drive, like before he threw that touchdown pass, like he took a big hit. Yep. He took a big hit. That's right. And you could tell it kind of like knocked him a little bit, but he got right back up and threw a dime. And it was a great throw behind the linebacker in be- like fitting it in between that window to, to Chris Moore. So kudos to Mills. Um the other guys, Kyle Allen looked fine. Like just kind of like your your game manager, your backup game manager. You know yeah. What I mean? it's fine. yeah, and I wonder, I wonder if, I wonder if uh, you know Pep Hamilton has something to do with that, just keeping it real vanilla, keeping it real. Oh, man. Guys, you know what I'm saying? So, so we'll oh, you... we'll see when the, when the coach come in town week one. <laughs> we we gonna we gonna really see, man. They've the, all the players in their press conferences have talked about how they're very vanilla on offense. They're they're hiding things, and you look at some of their their passing concepts. They're calling curl flat concepts like. Every other down, like it's crazy. It's curl flat, slant flat, um, four verts. Like it's literally like you're playing Madden out here. Like you're asking Madden, like in their offense. That's preseason, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into these questions. Uh, what round? This will be good for for the fans and for Q. Alejandro Mendez wants to know what round should I draft Pierce in fantasy? Hey, Alejandro, I can't be giving out this free game, man. <laughs> 
my cash app, man. Hey, <laughs> no, no. I, I don't know. I, I know I'm taking him. Probably, I'm taking him a little bit later than third. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if he slipped down to the. Yeah. I'm gonna hold off long as I can, Alexandro. I'm gonna hold off long as I can to where at, at, at the right, the right time that I gotta get him. Still, that's the thing. There's always with fantasy, you always kind of have like a general plan, general guide, but it comes down to in the moment how right. the board is falling down. That's right. It really does. It really does. Good advice there, Q. Uh, Defons wants to know, do you see Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle, making the team? He's number 90 for us, for yep. those uh, just, just for reference. Um, man, I don't. Do you have a different answer? I'll explain a little bit, but I want to hear if you. Yeah, he hasn't made enough plays. And I think um, guys in front of him, like undrafted free agent Kurt Heinish, he's number 69. And he was in the backfield almost every damn play. You're absolutely right, Eden. And so I'm going to com- combine these two points here. I think Hinnish might have taken Ross Blackhawk's job. He was our, what, 2020 second-round pick. Yeah. So there's some there's some pedigree there. There's some reputation there. There's some expectations there. And I don't think he's lived up to it. That's right. That's it right. Is what it is, man. It is what it is. Hinnish is nice. He had three tackles for loss and a sack. Was it four tackles for loss and a sack? Let me see. Let me see. It was something like that. Um, he had a very, very good day. What was your defense? Kurt Hinnish. Combined, where'd he go? There it is. Three tackles for loss in a sack. There you go. This is a great game. All right, so let's keep going through these questions. Yeah, we love the questions, man. We love the questions. We love you guys' supports. Uh, Demonty Magic. This is more of a comment, and I and I and I do want to hear you on this, Q. Uh, Monty says I would be more patient with Mills in terms of his development if he was more decisive. Do you think Mills is kind of hesitant? Do you think he's not letting it rip? Like that was something you mentioned about Driscoll. Driscoll was just letting it rip. He looked comfortable out there. Do you see that with Mills? Like he's not being decisive enough? You know, and I, I, I did feel like that. But as I, like I said, like I just mentioned a few minutes ago, like it could be, you know, Pep having something to do with Pep, you know, in the offense being vanilla and yeah. then try to keep the, you know, keep the offense hidden for the for the real season. You know what I'm saying? I think that's playing this factor too. Playing into the factor too. That's fair. I think it's it's fair to, you know, Think about this this concern right now, but it is preseason at the end of the day, so let's give them some more time, regular season playbook uh, and whatnot. And then we'll see. And then we'll see. Um, will the Texans sweep the Jags this year? You think we going two and zero against the Jags too? I think so. I think so. I think we at least we at least split. We at least split. At least split, but we've won the matchups. I think we've swept them for a few years in a row now. Let us know in the comments below if you know what the what our record is, but I'm pretty sure we swept them a few years in a row now. So that's very good. Um, Quinton being on the, yeah, nosh, that would be fun. If you were on the current Texans defense, you know, if you're in your prime right now, you're lining up with Jalen Petrie and Derek Stingley in the back, in the back, in the secondary with Steven Nelson and whatnot, that'd be a fun defense to watch. Yo, I like Petrie a lot. Right. I like Petrie's game a lot. That little, hey, young fella, <laughs> man, I'm excited about him and Stingley, man, for real. But yeah, He's, man. Yeah, if I was here, we'd be vibing, for sure. We'd be vibing. I'd love to see it, man. But yeah, Petrie, like, he's one of those safeties. Like, not all safeties want to tackle. And I'm sure you have a good perspective on this, is that, you know, how how do I ask this? How What are, what are your thoughts on kind of, like, tackling versus more coverage? Like, you got to do both. Like, is it certain skill sets? Like, some guys are, are going to, of course, be better at, at coverage, and some guys will be better at tackling. Or what's your kind of take on that? Yeah, this is the NFL. We about <laughs> playing safety. I mean, that's not about playing cornerback. It's yeah. about safety, man. You gotta be all around. You tackling gotta be a part of your game. Period. It's not about. It's not about if I want to. It's about if I can or not. Mm-hmm. Guys who can't, who, who don't tackle, they can't tackle, and that's fine. You, you're better at covering, but you can't tackle. But you, 
you got to work on your tackling. <laughs> you know, what I'm you got to you got to grind at it. <laughs> set up for like 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 a quarter can. Like a quarter can be like, okay, I don't tackle that well. Yeah, I just cover all right. But as a safety man, you got to be like, I'm, I don't know how to tackle that good, but I'm working at it every day. You know, I'm working mm. at it. I get better at it every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally know what you. What's do you have a favorite? Like, how were you? Were, was that something you had to work on over time? Or do you think you naturally, like, since high school, like, you're you're a good at tackling? Man, I, so I was really good at tackling in high school. Yeah. And I got to college and I was I was, I was was terrible at tackling. <laughs> and then I got to the league, I was really good at it. Yeah. A couple, couple of years, I was bad at it. And then toward the end of my career, though, I, like, I was I took pride in being a guy. Mm. Who, you, know, you know what I mean? So it was kind of like this for me, for real, to be honest with you. Up and down. Uh, as I'm coaching now, I, I would I recommend safeties, man, work yeah. On being an overall safety, and it comes with being a good tackler. You gotta be able to. Yep, yep. So much about safety play right now is, is the versatility. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cover zone, cover man, play in the box, tackle who whatever type of ball carry. You know what I mean? And so for you, I guess this would be interesting for you as someone who is as a player, and you mentioned that it's kind of like you're tackling like up and down and up and down. Like, and now as a coach, is there a specific drill that you teach your players now to tackle? Like, what you do you have a favorite drill to teach tackling uh, and to improve on the technique? But- circuit it's more so just about doing the the act every day okay and demanding it be done well in 707 yeah. and that you take the right angle in team drills like don't take the playoff with your tackling angles right make sure you tag off with good form good technique you mm-hmm. know don't take the playoff because it didn't, the ball didn't come your way or we didn't practice but like yeah. learning to tackle on the run is what how you get better at it you know what i'm saying i love that i love that no absolutely okay uh, let's keep going. Um, Monty has another question. So Brevin, okay, Brevin Jordan's our, our tight end, number nine. Yeah. Um, he's he's had some training camp hype, and yeah. uh, I think in the games he's a little bit underwhelmed because he has a few drops at the moment. Should we switch positions? He's more of the like your typical like receiving tight end, your F tight end. That's like not too much of a blocker, but a more like oversized wide receiver. Do you think you should switch to wide receiver? Do you think that's a potential move? No, I mean possibly. Okay. I mean maybe like in a package or something. Yeah. Him. Something like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, basically having him still like you can have him line up out wide, and exactly. then now he's gonna have the size advantage over a corner. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So let's keep going through these uh, questions. Murphy wants to know how many fullbacks do you see the Texans keeping on the roster? There's if they carry more than one fullback, I will be surprised. Yeah, just one. Yeah. Just any, because we got a couple backs who can play fullback. Like yeah. Burkhead and uh, what's the what's the old head name? Marlon Mack? No, the other one. He might get cut, though, right? Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman. Yeah. Play fullback, too. Yeah, so Murphy says uh, he's seen Royce Freeman playing fullback. That's something they tried right. this game yeah, right. um, versus the Niners. And yeah. I guess running back and fullback are very different positions. So for me, from an outsider's perspective who has never played running back, never played fullback, like, I don't know, Q, is it that easy to just kind of translate from one to the other? Well, I, I think so because the game is evolving. Like, you see you – uh, Debo Samuel playing running back, but here was see. <laughs> so yeah, you, so running, so running back and fullback the same thing in 2022. Yeah. Just you like mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like the game is evolving, man. We got to get with the program. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? as a coach, you think about cutting the roster down. I'm like, man, I got backs. I don't need fullback. Mm-hmm. My backs can play fullback, and we can, you know, use that for somebody else. Keep more receivers. Keep more DBs. Yeah. All safeties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all about the same. Keep them all. Keep them all, man. Just right. run 11 safeties on defense. That's all you need. No, you see what I'm saying, though? About like... yeah, yeah. It's about the versatility, and it's about being able to do multiple jobs. The more jobs you can do for an offense or a defense, like the more valuable you're going to be. Right. Absolutely. And like I think we think of running backs, you know, 
as, as runners mainly, but they have so many different jobs as pass catchers, as pass protectors, as, as lead blockers, like so much. That's good. That's good so stuff. I definitely know what you mean. Um, who on the defensive side do you think could be cuts? I couldn't spot many many who played and made little to no impact. That's what Blake Taylor says. That's honestly what I thought about the defensive line. I thought our defensive line had more guys that were making plays than were quiet. Like everyone made plays. It was crazy. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard on that side to cut. Especially on the D line, it's gonna be hard, bro. That's the hardest cut right there, the D line. Um, I do think Blacklock will be gone. Um, I think Rivers having the injury makes it easier now because now you can put him on IR. Exactly, that's true. Exactly. So I think your D line will look like Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, John Grenard, Okoronkwo. That's four DNs. Probably Rasheem Green makes it five DNs, and then you'll take five DTs and make because Lovey has said he wants to take ten defensive linemen. So that's your five defensive ends. Your five DTs probably. So your starters: Malik Collins, Roy Lopez. Um, I think Kurt Hinnish has made the team. Thomas Booker is gonna make the team because he's the rookie. And so one more. Uh, we'll probably take Demone Harris at that point. We'll take Demone Harris. Ninety-four. Okay. That's what I think the D line will look like. Um, let's keep going through these questions. Got a lot of questions. That's good. We do. Let's go. Okay, Vari wants to know. He says, based off preseason, I honestly say we don't really have a clear number one tight end. Has anyone stood out to you at that position? Keith? That's a really good point. That's a really good point, man. I think yeah. I think basing tight end off of who can block better because we're gonna be running the ball. Yes, sir. <laughs> we don't have number one tight end with like pass catching, you know, running routes and stuff like that. So yeah. whoever can block the best, I think that's the number one tight end for us. I think so too. I think so. That's the identity of our offense. That's how we won win football games through the ground. Um, and so between Farrell Brown and Brevin Jordan, I definitely would say Farrell Brown. Yep. Yep. I agree. All right. All right. Uh, KMB Havoc wants to know what week is Kenyon Green going to start? I think he starts week one, right, Q? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot, of times, a lot of times, man, it, it could be like rest for the guys too. Like, it's not like, you know what I mean, you're just not playing because you're not playing. It's like, we're going to save it because we don't want you to get it hurt. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But week one come, you better be ready. You better be ready to go. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's a 15, 15 overall. He's number 15. Yeah, man. 15 overall pick, man. Put him in a fire right now. Let's go. Exactly. And he showed that, you know, even though he dealt with, you know, a concussion during camp, he had knee surgery early this offseason. When, when you put him in in the preseason, like, he looked great. That's right. So he's ready for this moment. If he had a bad preseason – game if he looked horrible then i would say okay maybe you know give him a week or two and see how he was looking in practices but he looked good in the preseason games for starting week one man right and the thing is the great thing about green that i forgot to mention when you brought him up earlier q is you know in these preseason in this one preseason game we had him playing beside backups mm-hmm. but now you put him with the starters he's gonna be between laramie tunsil and justin Britt. like it's right. gonna help him a lot to have better teammates around him um, make, it, make his job easier Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm very optimistic about Green. Very much liked it. Um, what other questions you guys got for us? Do 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 do. do. These are more like oh, statements. They're not really good ones. Just click through it if you. Is it, is it locked? I mean, it's more just like. It's just more like people are just saying things like. No matter if the preseason they are trying to make. Huh. Right. They're more just like making comments at this point. Okay, I got you. What's up, Smokey? How you doing, man? Um, I think we got JJ Watt type of defensive player in the, that new undrafted work. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Slow down. Who's that? Nah. <laughs> Nal Patel, man, I like Kurt Hinnish as, as much as the next guy, but let's let's chill on the JJ Watt talk. That man is like a goat. That man's a Hall of Famer. 
that's a different breed right there, bro. Exactly, exactly. Okay, finally, we got to a question. Colt Stubbs wants to know, do you think we stack up well against the Colts and that we have a legit shot to win week one? Q, I know you've mentioned that before, like seeing the Texans in person has changed your perspective on them. And now through this preseason, it's changed your perspective on them too. Are you optimistic enough now that you think you're going to take the dub versus the Colts? I think I went from 100% zero. I mean, <laughs> chance to, to having a chance to probably 80%, all right? Like, coaching, it's 80-20 now. I, I don't know how it's going to shake out. But I, I just think the coach got too much firepower. They, mm-hmm. they, I really feel like the AFC is between them and the Titans, you know, as we are rebuilding. This yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a very good, grounded, realistic take, honestly. Um, I know we've looked really, really good in preseason, um, but historically, preseason success doesn't always translate to the regular season. That's good stuff, bro. That's right. One of the worst NFL teams in history, the Detroit Lions, when they went 0-16 in the regular season, they were 3-0 and in the preseason. <laughs> so it's like, who knows what the hell this means, man? Right. Who knows? It's great for us as fans and spectators to enjoy it right now. I'm not trying to say no one should enjoy these wins, absolutely enjoy them, but we just don't know how they're going to translate perfectly to the regular season. And so I would also side with Q and say, cautiously, I don't think we're going to beat the Colts, but I think it'll be a very competitive game. I think it'll be a one-score game, and we'll be overall throughout the entire season, we'll be a more competitive team than you know people are labeling us. Because sure. everyone in the world, every big media, ESPN, whatever it may be, are all saying we're going to be 32nd in the league, and I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think 30 seconds, bro. No, sir. Um, Kevin Glasgow wants to know, will they put Damian Pierce on a pitch count? Will they be like 30 attempts? So 30, that wouldn't even be a pitch count again at that point. <laughs> 30 is a lot of damn touches, man. It's a lot of carries, man. No, we're going we go, we go to feed him the ball. We go, I guess it's going to be how the, how the game flows. Yeah. And, who, and a lot of time when you're running a committee, it's going to be who has the hot hand That's right. on that day. Um, yeah. I would expect Pierce to get – Majority of the carries, but I think they trust Rex Burkhead a lot more in the third down passing scenario. Yeah, yeah, I believe absolutely, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Preseason doesn't mean shit, but it's still good to get the win. I get it. I don't need to get it. Gammon says, great game. I don't want to get your guys' hopes up too high, but I think the Texas is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Here. Oh. He's a Niners fan. <laughs> oh, good job, man. What did we put it? Okay. Okay. We got some Niners fans in here that are salty about the loss. They bad about the loss? Yeah. Okay, Smokey says, Jordan, I know it's going to sound crazy, but I think the Texans are going to be good enough to not be in position for Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, or Will Anderson. But I'm loving Anthony Richardson as a quarterback there. Okay, we'll get the draft talk a little bit later in, in the season. Yeah. The start of the season, yeah. Um, yeah. But do you think, Q, do you think we're going to be like a, a bottom three team, a bottom five team, a bottom ten team? Because I think that's the general range we would be in, right? But maybe bottom five to bottom ten? Yeah, just uh, – yeah, five to ten. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, who's your all-time Texan safeties? Hmm. Oh, yeah, you. You. You go first. <laughs> Q Dems. Mercy rank up. I don't know, man. I don't know if you made top three. You name five? Daniel Manning was de- would definitely be, I think, like, I feel like he's up there, man. Right? <laughs> Uh, I'm not disrespecting you by saying that. Right? Bro, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, I'm going D man first. D man, um, Glover Quinn. Glover Quinn was very underrated, man. 
Yeah, very underrated. Um, and then myself. I think I literally, I was literally about to say that. Like, I think right after those two, like, you're there. Man. I think so. I think about it. the other guys, like, like we had the Honey Badger for a season, but I don't really think of him as like a Texan. Ain't enough time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I would genuinely say you're up there at number three. Um, yeah. There's more. We've had, I feel like we've had a lot of like good, we've had good safeties and some good corners, like J. Joe, K. Jax. Like, we've had some good secondary guys, man. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about, well, if we go stat wise, I'm, I'm two. Yeah, true. But when Grover did, yeah. They didn't really have that many, many uh, interceptions. So, yeah. but the fans, if you ask the fans that I'm number one, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love it, man. No, that was a great question, uh, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what's our next question here? You guys are killing it in the chat. We appreciate you guys. If you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening to this later on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us a, a five star review. If you leave us a five star review and a comment and a question, we'll answer your question on the next show, man. That's right. That's right. Uh, cool stuff says, do you think Casario, Nick Casario, general manager, will be active on the waiver wire in these couple weeks? I think so, man. I think once we cut we cut down our roster to around fifty three, I think we're gonna see who else is getting cut around the league. Yeah. Because like every there's gonna be some guys that we're interested in. Yeah. That we are higher on than the 49ers are higher on, or the Bears or whatever team. You know what I mean? I think. So, we, I think we try to find. I think we try to find those those uh, those veterans who. Yeah, release. You know what I mean? That may have a name or whatever. Yeah, and they can bring yes. you know their leadership and their winning pedigree. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think if there was a position that I would guess that we would add, I think it would be tight end. Tight end. Exactly. Yeah. I like I that. We could use some depth there. Some depth for sure. Jordan, do you think the Titans are going to take a step back this season? Q, do you think? Man. I don't know. Do you think they will? Do you think they'll be worse than they were before? Do you think they're going to get better? That even though they've lost AJ Brown, like I feel like that's like a reason for them to step back, right? Yeah. I, well, I, I don't know, man. I just I'm a fan of Mike Vrabel. I think he's going. Mm-hmm. I just think he's going to keep them guys in the in the hunt every he, year. <laughs> he was there when you were there. He was a linebacker coach. Right? Yeah, but he, and he's just a players guy, man. Like they just work hard to like break up that team. They got like a bond over there, bro. They got mm-hmm. a bond. You know what I'm saying? So, so again, we'll see though. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I think their defense will be good still. I yeah. think their offense, I mean, you still have Derrick Henry. Depends how healthy he is. That's right. Really is. That's true. It'll come down to that, man. Um, but, 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 technical playoff this season, man, I would love it, man. I'll get a tattoo on my face. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'll get a playoff this season. I'll get a face tattoo. <laughs> Andre Howe was nice, too. Andre Howe would be in the top five. I think he'd oh, be right after. My boy, Andre Howe. <laughs> how do you forget with him, Q? Come on. <laughs> Definitely top five too. If he, he, he matter of fact, he did, he probably, if he was still playing, he'd probably be number one, right? Because he got like three, four more years. He probably like five more years left, six more years left. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, Dre Howard was good. Dre Howard was that's right. He was young. He retired what twenty six something like that. Yep, yep, something like that, man. Jeez. Um, who else? Ed Reed, man. No, <laughs> he did not have a good tenure with us. <laughs> he did not. Okay, so the Texas boss gave us five. Daniel Manning, Quentin Demps, Andre Howe, Glover Quinn, and Justin Reed. Oh, Justin Reed was pretty nice. He was pretty nice for the few years this year. Yeah, I like that top five. Like those are the right five guys. We can argue the order and whatnot, but I like that. that, that. Yeah, D Man, D Man takes up to the career. I used to, I mean, I love D Man's game too. Yeah, he's I so love, smart, man. Yeah, I love D Man's game. Tell. You can just tell. Absolutely. Um. All right. I think that's gonna do it for us. Um, we really appreciate you guys for tuning in for all the comments, for all the love. 
Um, if you haven't already, follow both of us on Twitter. Hit the like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and the Believe in Texans show. Um, and that's going to do it. I guess we'll be back next Sunday to talk about, I don't know if there's any cuts or trades or whatever. I guess we'll, we'll react to the final 53-man roster yeah. um, next week, next Sunday. And then September 11th, we will be back to talk Colts. Oh, my God. You have, I guess we already went over the win and loss. Do you have like an early score prediction, perhaps? Uh, I'm thinking 35, 35, 14. Damn. 35. Okay. I think, I think it's going to be lower. I don't think we're going to give up 35. I can see us giving up like 25 to 28. <laughs> I don't know about giving up 35, Jerry. Damn. You don't like that, boy. You don't like that. Okay. Nah, you disrespecting our defense. Okay. <laughs> Coaches got a high power ball offense, man. We'll see, though. We'll see. I may be right. You may be right. You may be right. You may be right. You never know, man. I hope not, but it's true. Yeah, <laughs> we got said, damn. We got to keep uh, uh, John Mitchie, man, in, in the prayers, man, as he's fighting leukemia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We keep praying about him, man, for real, as he as he's getting through that stuff. Absolutely, man. That's a great point. Prayers up. All the good vibes, all the good energy sent to the, the Mitchie family. Um, right. But yeah, that's going to do it for us, man. Q. Appreciate you, man, for, for coming on as always and us having a good discussion. It was a lot of fun, dude. It was. It was. Appreciate Absolutely. it. All right, y'all. Take care. Um, come back next week. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.